Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When somebody says, dress for the job you want, not the job you have, they didn't expect you to maliciously comply to a crazy degree. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, you really want us to review your CD? From 97 to 2007, I worked for a music magazine. Besides my regular duties, I also did some writing. I had a monthly column, wrote the occasional editorial, and sometimes did CD reviews. We did between 3-5 to five reviews per monthly issue, but received over 20 CDs per week from indie artists. With so much to choose from, we had an unwritten policy to not trash an independent band. Major label releases were fair game. They weren't puff pieces. We would still be critical and point out areas that could be improved, but with so little space for reviews, we wanted to focus on the positive, rather than wasting it punching down on a local band. Many artists would call or email the editor to check on their submission, and if a review was forthcoming. She was always diplomatic, saying we get a lot of CDs and can only do so many reviews a month. Many artists accepted that and moved on. Some were more persistent, but one band in particular just would not leave it alone. They called and emailed her constantly, and her replies got less diplomatic. She listened to the CD and flat out told them they did not want us to print a review. Finally, she couldn't take it anymore and gave it to me to review. To her credit, she did not try to sway me one way or the other, just told me to be honest. Here's the thing about independent bands. Most of them are okay. They're not great. They're not terrible. They can sing. They can play their instruments. They can stay in tune. They can stay in time. But they're not very memorable. Songwriting is hard. For most artists, two seconds after I'm done listening, I couldn't tell you anything about what I've just heard. That's for most bands. These guys, on the other hand, were flat out awful. Performance, lyrics, melody, production value, there was not one redeeming quality that I could spin into a positive review. Musicians can be arrogant and not always realistic when judging their own music, but these guys were beyond the pale. I don't remember exactly what I wrote as it was almost 20 years ago, but it was definitely the most critical review of an indie band we'd ever done. I was honest and straightforward and tried to make suggestions for improvements. The editor let it run the next issue. The only feedback she got was a short email from them saying thank you when they learned the review was coming out and nothing since. Thankfully, no other artist ever pushed like them, so that was the only time. If someone doesn't want to review you, there might be a reason. In a way, I respect them pushing so hard and actually managing to get that review. Even if they weren't the best band, they got that review and they got in there and you know what? They didn't complain afterwards. I mean, yeah, they were that annoying buzzing bug in your ear, but really they accomplished what they were trying to do. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, you mean all of our patients don't have seizures? My bad. Once, I worked for this lady who owned a home health agency and I was running it for her. At first, it wasn't that bad. Margaret liked me and had me doing a lot of things that 
maybe went above my pay grade, but I didn't mind so much because I was learning a lot and it didn't involve any direct patient care. In 2014, when I first started, she had an LVN named Nena. She and I got along quite well, and we were good work buddies. Sometimes, patients would go to her office and she would shut the door. I don't know why she bothered to do that when it was obvious that she was admitting them. I wasn't exactly comfortable with that, because you're supposed to be an RN, but at least she was a nurse. After it turned into 2015 though, Boss M decided to put N out in the field so I was the only one in the office. Shortly after that happened, M caught me on my break and said, Hey, I need you to do me a favor. There's a patient in your office, and I need you to take his vitals and write down all his meds and put him in the system. I said, Margaret, are you actually trying to get me to admit this guy? That is so far out of my scope of practice that I would lose my massage license and maybe go to jail. They say, oh, come on, you know you can do it. You have the knowledge and experience. I said, you can try to flatter me all you want, but I'm not doing it. You're an RN. Why don't you do it so nobody else gets in trouble with the state? She said, okay, I'll give you a $50 bonus for every one of those you do. I said, really? $50? Wow, okay, then I'm in. I asked her how exactly I was to come up with diagnosis, though with no MD report. She said to just Google the meds and see what they're prescribed for and get the diagnosis from that. That is so illegal, I almost called my mom to ask her to put money in my commissary. So anyway, I did end up doing it that one time, but I knew I had to outsmart her for ethics sake, or I would have been stuck doing those for the rest of eternity, and probably ended up with legal problems for $50 a pop. I had to do something, but I wasn't sure what that was. Finally, I decided to deliberately make an error. The patient said he was on gabapentin. I know what that is and I also know why it's prescribed. It could be for multiple reasons, usually pain or anxiety. So I put down seizure disorder, the rarest problem it's prescribed for. When M saw what I'd put in, she started yelling at me, you know that's for neuropathy, nerve pain. I said, well, I don't know that actually. There are a bunch of uses for gabapentin and seizure codes pay more than neuropathy ones, don't they? According to the coding guide, they do. I know how important it is for you to make more money, right? And guess what? You know, I noticed that more than half of our patients are taking that. So I went back and changed all of their diagnosis to say seizure disorder and exported all of the corrected assessments to the state already. Aren't you proud of me? Of course, I did nothing of the sort. She literally lost her wig and screamed, Do you have any idea how many ADRs I'm going to get? It'll take forever. I'll have to have someone scan every last one of those records and submit them to Medicare. Meanwhile, they won't pay me. And yelling. I shrugged and said, well, I would probably estimate around 50 if the numbers add up. Okay, she screamed. That's it. I'll never ask you to do that again. And give me back that $50. I said, really? Oh no, are you sure? Oof, wow, I'm so sorry I messed up. My bad. I know she saw me laughing at her as I walked away. There were cameras everywhere, after all. Yeah, if there's one thing you definitely would not want to get caught up in, even for $50 a pop, it would be falsifying medical records and practicing when you don't have any reason to be practicing. Our next story is how to save money on travel. I was working as a consultant for a company in New Jersey. They had a branch in Reno, Nevada that I had to visit about once every three weeks. I booked my own travel arrangements and billed the client. After a couple of trips, 
I got a call from the client's bean counter. He wanted to know why I was flying to San Francisco. I explained that there were no direct flights to Reno. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The quickest way was to fly to San Francisco, then to Reno. He had found a route, Newark, Chicago, Reno, that was almost $100 cheaper. I said I'd looked into that, but there was a layover in Chicago which made the travel time a lot longer. He replied that it was company policy to only reimburse for the cheapest fare. Okay, on my next trip, I found I could save almost $150 by making a stop in Dallas, but it increased my travel time by almost 3 hours. My contract specifically said I would bill for all travel time. The contract lasted about a year. For each trip, I searched for the cheapest fare regardless of the number of stops. I was paid for a lot of hours sitting in airports, saving the client money on airfare. Honestly, I'm willing to bet a lot of companies are happy about this. As long as you get to where they need you to go in time, they could probably care less about you sitting there for 3, 4, 5 hours in a layover. You think this for-profit business is going to mind very much? This next story is… anything but green? Okay, malicious compliance it is. I work in a law firm, but I'm not an attorney. One of my coworkers came back to the office after COVID restrictions ended, and her hair was red. Crayon red. They never said a word to her about it. At any rate, I got bored and asked the office manager about a ruby red color. She didn't like it and said no, even though it was the same as the aforementioned coworker. But the managing partner said I could have anything but green. I'm sure he was joking, but I took him at his word and did a deep fuchsia color. Every time he sees me, he comments on my pink hair, and the office manager does quite frequently also. I know he hates it, but he's never come out and said that he hates it. Fast forward to now, I not only still color my hair the same fuchsia color, my son also purchased me several boxes of the color from Amazon. He calls it a contribution to malicious compliance. Schwarzkopf brand Urban Fuchsia if you're curious. There are now two other people who have taken the managing partner at his word and have come to work with hair color that's not found in nature. But it's not green. We figure that we're complying with his rule of anything but green. I just don't understand what all the pearl clutching is about as far as hair color and hair dye. Even hairstyle, as long as it doesn't like poke you in the eye and hurt you. As long as you don't have lice, like what does it really matter? This next story is, give me what I paid for. Now here I go again at America's favorite drive-thru, Mendy's. A lady beeps on through and I give her my standard greeting, just as unnecessarily flowery as Jet Li's martial arts prowess, and my painfully over-parenthetical writing style. Welcome to wonderful Wendy's this Wednesday, how can I help you? Lady Crass replies, what? What did you say? What are you saying? Ma'am, I said, welcome to Wendy's. So, welcome to Wendy's. Would you like to place an order? 
Oh, you sounded stupid. I want a kid's meal with a medium chocolate frosty and then another medium chocolate frosty and a... She continued to have her run-on sentence trail off before I told her the bad news. Ma'am, I'm sorry, but the kid's meal is standard junior size frosty or you can upgrade to a small if you want. She said, yeah, okay, that's fine, thank you. She replied very nicely, which surprised me. So I decided to be nice and kind and give her the kid's meal a medium frosty anyways. As snide and petty as I can get, I don't mess around with a kid's food. I'm nice to kids because they have an excuse for acting a fool. Foreshadowing. She came to that window livid. I honestly checked the screen to make sure she was the same person, like literally that livid. I expected to see Ashton Kutcher. It wasn't a long wait either. I hand out the kid's meal with her additional frosty, and Sage scowls through the payment process, pans them, looks at me while inching away. Then she stops abruptly. She backs up in the drive-thru, almost hits the car behind her, almost hits the wall, throws a frosty at me, spitting mad, literally. I freaking told you I wanted medium, I ordered the other one a medium, give me what I paid for. Enter malicious compliance. Before I said anything, I took her medium frosty back, gloved and tossed it. I then gave her the small that came with her kid's meal. She got to see me pull a small cup out of a well-labeled, easy-to-see cup holder. As we recently adjusted our frosty sizes, she saw her malicious compliance manifest in real time. As low stakes as it was, I loved it so much, especially when I realized this kid meal was clearly for her and her resting butch face companion. My companion stepped in and said what I was thinking. Um, yeah, so he already had given you both mediums? So here's what you, she paused for effect, paid for. They were transmorgified into their previous nice, quiet people again as they slowly rotated forward. Her impersonation of the crass lady was as spot on as it was, only for the two words, paid for. It was so great I was jealous. But in that moment, it took all I had not to burst out laughing as they drove off into the sunset. Love my homie number one. Honestly, this is one of those situations where they roll up mad and they're spitting mad at you. So like before you even hand the food, you should just slide that window closed. Go back and get the small instead. They don't deserve that medium. This next story is dress for the job you want, not the job you have. I work for a family business with 30 plus employees. This is a company that has friends and family members as top-tiered management and often made up rules whenever they felt like it. When new employees join the company, they sign a basic employment contract stating the compensation, benefits, and work hours. The company does not have a written code of conduct. One particular manager is a friend of the president. Let's call her Sally. Sally manages a team of eight employees including myself. We aren't allowed to make small talk while working and we're required to let her know when we start taking our breaks and when we return from breaks. Sally interjects whenever a team member is asking another team member questions because Sally is a micromanager. Sally also makes us come to work early once a week for 30 minutes, unpaid, so that she can recap the previous week and often uses this time to tell us what we're doing wrong. She made it clear that this weekly meeting is mandatory. During one meeting, she brought up expectations for continued employment at the workplace. No swearing, no talking bad about customers amongst ourselves, no personal phones on desks, no music during work hours, no talking to other departments unless it's work-related, etc. Then she brought up dress code. 
It's important to note that we've never heard of a dress code at work, and our jobs do not require face-to-face -face interactions with customers. Most of our dealings are via phones or emails. We may see a customer drop by once or twice a year. Most of the team members wear hoodies or long-sleeved t-shirts with jeans or leggings. I usually wear a simple top with pants, with my hair neatly blow-dried. Apparently, that's not appropriate enough. Sally said we should try to dress better and more professionally to keep up with the company's image. Her sell was, dressed not for the job you have, but for the job you want. She made us all sign a document citing the topic of discussion at the meeting. You want us to dress for the job we want? Okay. A few of my colleagues and I decided to maliciously comply the following day. I put my hair in a messy bun, wore my Costco leggings and my husband's old t-shirt. That was my everyday look when I was unemployed. Sally saw me when I walked through the door and asked why I was underdressed. I said, you asked us to dress for the job I want. I want to go back to being a stay-at-home mom. I loved staying at home. She said, that's not what I meant. I meant bigger aspirations and goals. As she looked at me with exasperation, Shortly after, my other colleagues showed up one after the other, two wearing full workout gear and one wore her anime costume. One guy wore a t-shirt with expletives. The president noticed and asked us if Halloween came early and we told him what Sally said. I don't know what happened but, safe to say, there was no mention of any dress codes since. I know it definitely sounds easy enough to say and another thing to actually follow up with it, especially if people are not following the loose general dress code guidelines, but I'd like to think if I was running a business like this, I would say just show up in nice enough clothing. Honestly, I don't even understand why blue jeans are considered unprofessional in a lot of places. Like, why does it have to be khakis? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.